is the Tiltcast, episode 414, Toilet Paper Sandwiches. And this week, guys, we talked some Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, more Monster Hunter World, some Wolfson, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and more Void Bastards. Stay tuned. Don't want to catch a virus in my bunghole. (laughs) Ah. Entrario, uh, it's a tailcast. Yeah, yeah. And my whole house smells like farts. Uh, well, I mean, sorry about that. I mean, I guess it's better than Corona. It's not, <laughs> well, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. You keep that Febreze shit over there. Ah, don't you dare spray that shit at me. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, um, we're back. I'm Nas. Um, I'm Jason. I'm tired. I'm rusty. Holy shit, you're right. That is like cherry coke. I told you. I fucking told you. I don't fucking lie. Yeah. We, uh, do, we do this shit so late. It's uh, March 13th at 10.16 p.m. Friday the 13th, baby. Friday the 13th, and we are all, you know, cracking the energy drinks, because that's what we need to survive right uh, now, aside yeah. from toilet paper. Uh, toilet paper and yeah. fucking Germex. And I mean, at, at this point, I was awake at... 3 a.m. this morning, so I'm just hoping not to pull a Rex and snore on the podcast. That's all right. I've got permission to punch him if he does, so... <laughs> <laughs> Though he doesn't want me to punch him in the nuts. But I, we I can read for the no-sack attack rule. No, no sack attacks. It's okay. But should it come up, there may be a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which... I'm ready. I need to fucking I hit watched, somebody today. Last night, I watched this whole new uh as i was up at 3 a.m watch this whole new hour-long video of the those damn uh uh russian slap contests at their strongman events do you remember that one i posted about six months ago it was a little guy that with the like uh the limp biscuit pupil contacts and then he gets fucking wrecked by that big fat dude Dude, yep. you know, he deserved that slap, man. Like, he slaps, and it's such a little bitch slap. It's just like a little... Yeah, and the guy's just like, you, okay, And then cool. you see him, the whole shoulder rear back, <laughs> and the whole log comes across, and then just the bear paw <laughs> encompasses the whole side of his head, and there's just a ripple of spit and, and cheeks. And Like, you, I'm surprised his whole face didn't come detached. <laughs> They felt that one three states over. Yeah, just like <laughs> fuck. It was great. That was a slap, dude. He fell down. And then to give him his hat back. <laughs> I forgot, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to kill you. I uh, <laughs> I meant to share earlier today, and I forgot. So I am sharing it now for y'all's fucking viewing strongman contests are later. now fucking slaps. <laughs> I wonder is so. I guess is that a real Russian thing? I don't know. I yes. guess you found another video of another. Yes, it happened. It happens at their uh, at their strongman contests. Oh, that's I mean. So how did the scrawny guy get in there with the big beast? Oh, I'm pretty sure that, Appar- that was a stage. Apparently, thing, he's, he's like, who's brave enough to come, right, right to come get the shit slapped out of him? I mean, <laughs> that's exactly it. Well, they have all different categories and events, right? So you end up with dudes of varying sizes. Yeah. I think, I mean, but watch the arm wrestling competitions. They They always got the one guy, like they're all right handed. Right. And they all got one big bicep and one puny left arm. So most of the years past, right, there was no like weight classes to it. 
apparently this year they did weight classes. So the video I just shared to you guys oh. is just the 220 pound and up weight class. Those oh. guys are very uh. Bing. Right now, obviously this 200 plus this 220 plus weight class includes some mofos that are like. 400 pounds i mean some of these dudes are huge i mean you know uh oh i have to confirm my age by signing in because the video may be inappropriate for some users (laughs) but i love these videos just for the simple fact that that's awesome you see some dudes straight up get wrecked what what uh it it don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna be able. To, I don't. I don't. I don't. Just copy a in. damn link and paste it into your it. YouTube. Nah, fuck it. Fucking. I'm over it. Um, <laughs> I've got to remember my password. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just copy the link, go to your app, and paste it in? Uh, that would make way too much sense. Um. But the. Uh, but yeah, there there was a new thing I didn't notice in videos past though. Mm. Like the majority of these slaps you see guys actually like dunking their hand in baby powder. <laughs> oh, well, I mean before going to do the slap. You don't so, want too much friction cuz you will rip a person's face right off. Right. I mean that, that baby powder is, you know, baby, but, I mean, uh, everybody knows the best bitch slaps come from, come with a sprinkle of baby powder on the hand. But some of these, <laughs> uh, some of these dudes, you see them get slapped and they, they stand up straight. They're like, I'm all right. I'm all right. And then they, fall and over. then they go to set, set for their own, to do their own slap and fall over. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's a delayed reaction. <laughs> Fuck. I'm done. Done. Yeah. Hey. Hey, dog. Seriously. But the video I posted the share to you is like uh, only ten minutes long. Just skip ahead to like three minutes. That's where all the best stuff starts happening. <laughs> but that's what I did last night because I can't get back to sleep. You so watch slap fights. So I just watched slap fights. I mean, I've done had similar pursuits. It's not slap fights for me. It ends up being like tutorials for how to play something that nowhere in the next year or two am I ever going to learn how to play. Oh, um, yeah, I I don't. Well, uh, um, or I'll watch drum videos because I like drumming, but I'm kind of bad at it. Uh, I can play a four four to six four. Um, I can get maybe up to a hundred BPM on a double bass, and that's about it. But I like watching. Like I understand the the basics of it, but I don't. You just I don't like have that seeing, kind of. I like seeing real skill. It. I I watch There's, people play Beat Saber. I mean, when <laughs> when I get fucking like, you know, I'm bored. I fucking throw you know throw up a fucking YouTube video of somebody playing Beat Saber at like a stupid fucking high level, and like. Uh, are their arms noodles? I don't understand right. how they can move their hands that fast. And it's just, I mean, I'm 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 pretty fucking fast, but that is like a next level. Like I'm trying to brain how I would do that in those particular move sets, and I'm like, my hands would collide at some point. I'm sure. 
that or I would run out of all the energy and my arms would just they, fucking like fall dead to my legs. No, you know what it is? They tie the wrist straps around their fingers and they just use the damn thing. It's like, no. <laughs> I've seen somebody do that, actually. They fucking, uh, they've hooked up their controllers to, to like actual fucking nunchucks and, uh, and went to town on a fucking, you know, it wasn't great, but they were able to get it to work. Now they had to modify a lot of fucking shit to get it to work. Cause yeah. Uh, it was having troubles tracking it, but they, well, yeah. Cause the, at that point you're moving so fast mm-hmm. that the cameras can't hardly track it. Right. So, so they, they did end up getting it to work. It wasn't great though. And what they ended up doing was just basically sitting there and twirling it in front of them. I, I'm just, <laughs> we chucks, uh, like sitting there like, I'm just going to flail my arms and hope for the best. <laughs> flail my arms and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like so oh, this is so. i'm not playing any of the audio but this is a guy named spencer pruitt and he does a lot of speed playthroughs of stuff he plays in a band but this is what i was trying to i was like i wonder if i could ever learn how to play this on rums and you can see this guy alternates right and left hand for triplets on on his snare and it, this isn't covering the footwork on the video either because the foot works equally this fast oh yeah well, no, but, i'm watching his knee right now so you could just see like He's so precise. Yeah. He's so fast. And he just, it's just like, this is, this guy's ridiculous. Dude, that fucking knee is going to town right now. So, I mean. This is a very fast song. This is very easily yeah, I, 300 plus BPM. I can never get my hands to move that fast. I, but he I'm just, like, he alternates so that he can stay fast with stuff. So I'll take a drum. It's triplet, 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 but it's right, left, cross. Yeah. And then he sets up duplicate stuff on either sides of his set which I thought was really cool. And I was trying to learn how to play faster. And then I found some stuff like you need to play like higher than your heart to maintain a good rhythm so that you don't uh, get tired faster. So if you can play a little bit above where your heart is, so meaning that you just barely above chest level, it helps with your stamina. You, it, and it will. Problem is, is that you're trying to get your fucking, uh, you, you're trying to get your triplets Then done you're talking about training your muscles to for do this. completely different motions. Then I watched this guy that's from like the Ukraine that talks about your hip flexors and all these other muscles for your legs for like how to play faster with your feet. Yes. Without tiring out your whole body. So he's like, a lot of people learn by like flipping with their calves and that's not where all the power is. All the power is in your thighs. Right. So if you learn to play from your hips, then you have, you could play a whole set without, you know, without just completely destroying yourself. Yeah. And, but I, I watch all these weird ass videos for how to's on things that I know that I'm never going to learn. Yeah. Those are the YouTube polls that I go down and it's, I'll look at, how do I play that song? Okay, now that like dispels the mystery of some of this, but also I can tell none of this was programmed. Those are just people that are really good at instruments. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's that's how I nerd out. I mean, I, I could never get my, my feet to actually be as fast as my hands. So, I mean, if I was to be sit, set down in a fucking drum set, I could play twice to three times faster with my hands than my feet will go. Um, and it's just a, you know, it's, it's an upper to lower body connection issue. That is, that is just how fast my feet can, you know, can brain. There's a couple point. of jazz drummers yeah. that I watch a lot of stuff for too, that just, my mind well, gets blown by just watching people with high, 
coordination coordination right. skill. It's not even just like just the speed of stuff. It's like I really like a guy um, named Thomas Hawken. Like he has a lot of jazz influence and in a lot of what he does. He's not a jazz drummer, um, but he does a lot of keeps time with a hi hat. Right. Yeah. So he'll use one foot on a hi hat and then alternate all sorts of beats with the right foot while keeping time in different segments oh with my his God, hands. That's like. That's like having three different so, times going. So you, you got you've got your t- left. He literally takes his left foot and keeps a four four with his left foot, right? And then everything else is whatever he wants it to be. So right. the, the left foot is the timekeeper for right. the whole band. The right foot and both hands are whatever else they want to be. I, I'm I'm trying to think about this and like that is See, that's another me, fucking separation right there. I mean, you, left is. One uh, one time, right is a completely different time, and your hands can be doing all kinds of things. You know, it's. I also realize that most of <laughs> the musicians that I like at this point are getting old, but well, seasoned. In my, it's like well, a, it's like a, like a good. It's like a good iron iron pan, right? Right. Like it's not good till it's been used a bit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's not good until the, it's sold uh, out at least three but times. But no, I completely understand. <laughs> like when I tried learning, I used to think Lars was good when I was a kid, and then I grew up. <laughs> right. Um, when I was trying to learn to learn to play the drums, that I actually had the opposite problem. My feet could hold a much faster beat rate. Yeah. Than my hands could. Yeah. Um, and um, I guess it was because a lot. Because my body was conditioned more so by soccer, I could actually, and I have I better see co- that. and I have better coordination with both of my feet than I did with my hands. Yeah. So I really struggled trying to learn to play, and ended up just sticking to the I base. I never took lessons, and I played. I had a friend that taught me some stuff, and then I played a lot of djembe growing up too. I played a lot of djembe mostly because I, if I wasn't playing bass. Then yeah. I was doing that. Uh, I, I missed out on all the band growing up, so I ended up learning guitar kind of on my own and then having a very traditional teacher. Well, and then wanted to branch out, right? You want to always learn other things. I got I got stuck with the wrong instrument in bands. So. Oboe? Uh, no. <laughs> the xylophone? The no. xylophone can be kind of cool. The xylophone is actually kind of, you know, it's it's different. It's It's kind of... You feel like you're playing in a cartoon all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's the sound effect <laughs> instrument, right? You know, it's for it's, taking fast steps. It's it it has its uh, it has its place, right? But it's kind of yeah, I don't know. It's it's not my Literally choice. Very for la- almost a double entendre, kind of one note, you know? It it's, is. Well, it's not one note for sure. I know, but I mean, it's... But, Think of all the the music you hear a xylophone in. But you got to realize classical. the guys that uh, the guys in band that played the xylophone didn't just play the xylophone. Most of those guys ended up having fucking uh, the well, xylophone you, in front of them, and then they had the fucking chimes, and then they had to do all xylophone kinds of is fucking. really like uh, yeah. piano and drums at the same time. Pretty much, it is. It's uh, and, and you have. It's it's piano um, with mallets. Yeah, different mallets too, because you have the hard mallets, and then you have the soft mallets with the fucking fur at the end, so that you get a different sound out of them. Uh, you can yeah, and I, and I know enough about them to be able to you know 
kind of sit down and be able to play them. Or, so, so at some point, Rusty but, tried playing on the xylophone and nobody was in the band room. But I never got any training in it. So it's like, okay, I know what these are. I know what the sounds are, but I would right. never be able to play a song with them. Well, you know, you know all my band experience, I, you know, like most people in the South, started in a church. So yeah, I started out playing of all fucking... Of all the things, I started playing bells and bass first, believe it or not. Bells, man. Basically, they had me learn bells to teach me sheet music. Bing. <laughs> and then I was playing the bass. Bing. And then I tried to learn play drums, and I just couldn't get my hand coordination to match the speed of my feet, and it always threw me off. Yeah, I had a pretty religious upbringing, and we went to a very small church, and the pastor always was looking for somebody else to play with him. Phrasing. Guitar. Wow. <laughs> play guitar with him. Yes. Wow. So, well, me and my little brother learned, like, four chords. Uh-huh. And... You got really good at those four chords. Um, well, I mean, let, let's face it, for most of it, that's really all you need. So, you know, and then that was during a time when Dad was introducing us to Megadeth, and we wanted to learn more than four chords. Uh, uh, all right, I finally climbed my way out of the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Oh, all right. Uh, uh. Anyways, no, 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 I'm still. I succeeded much better than you at staying away from that. <laughs> I just want to point that out. I just didn't out. want to get struck by lightning. <laughs> um, I was like, correction. <laughs> Erection, what? <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but no, that was a big part of that was a big part of my thing growing up. And then, of course, um, quartet on top of that. And part of the reason why I can't sing a lot of modern music, mostly because, yeah, I can really only sing bass and baritone. Well, I mean, modern music right now is not super great for that. Uh, you can just auto-tune everything else anyway. <clears throat> I mean, right. if you really wanted to practice on something kind of old but really gothy, you could just start practicing your typo negative. Yeah, right. <laughs> just... Go full goth. He'll be coming back to, ne you know, next week we'll see him fucking, like, blacked out. Like, no, you'll never <laughs> see that. You're like, what happened to your hair, Jason? Uh, I, I, I fucking painted it black because it more it matches my soul. Uh, <laughs> you will never see that. I recommend it. I mean, you want to listen to the Bloody Kisses album. There you go. That's a pretty right. good type of negative starter set right there. But I really just need to actually just sit down and teach myself the guitar and actually get around this whole left hand flex thing I've always had with the fretboard. Uh, I'll never be able to play guitar. I think that that's, that's the problem I have with, with mine is once I get going with, uh, you know, if I, and I'm not very good at guitar, I mean, I've only ever picked up a guitar maybe three times in my life, every single time. I have cramped the fuck out of my left hand oh, to the point where I cannot move it. Yeah. I can tell you, after play a while, it's really hard to beat it. You need lube because you get some calluses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I, I but, never got to the point where I, I would be able to develop calluses because my hand would cramp and fucking turn into a, a weird fucking lobster claw. <laughs> severe, uh, severe cramping is what had me learn the 
learn the bass when I was originally learning play music because the bass fretboard is just wide enough that I didn't have all the cramps from playing the bass chords that I did from guitar chords. That, and you probably had less, you know, less strings to deal with, so. There's, um, <laughs> there's part of that too, but. Here you go. That's the song I was thinking of, Super Baritone, and this is so 90s gothy, it's not even funny. It's called Love You to Death. There you go. <laughs> I actually I fucking know of that song. Oh I God. haven't heard that in forever. It is all baritone. Oh, my God. It is. That's not a bad song. Nobody Anyways, wants me to um, sing. You know, you look at those stupid Facebook ads, and then you try things. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I've bought a couple of things off Facebook ads, and then really? immediately regretted it. Um, That's I, how I got my squatty potty. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I was saying, like, uh, one of my old assistants, his house burned down oh, boy. Uh, due to dryer lint. Oh, boy. So I saw some ad for a vacuum hose attachment that you can put on your vacuum hose so you can get down in the dryer vent so you can suck out the lint, right? Uh-huh. Um, so I was like, well, I'm sure I have some kind of hose somewhere. I bet I could, uh, I bet I could do this on my own without spending $25 on a hose attachment from uh, a vacuum. Oh God. So I had a leftover hose from my dishwasher and, and let me just preface that it's a very ribbed hose, it's very rigid. <laughs> and it, the end, I pulled off the, the crimp thing, you know, to attach it to the washer and then I... Stuck that up in the hose, and uh, it fit pretty well with a pretty good seal. Uh, and I proceeded to see if it would go down into the trap in the front of the dryer. Did pretty well. I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. Let's just turn it on. So I turn it on, and of course, there's a lot of ridges with this, right? Uh-huh. And it's a fairly powerful vacuum. Uh-huh. So I turned that on. It was like a motherfucking dog whistle. It was like, Whoa! Like, it was so loud. Like, ear so, splitting. Like, it felt like it was just going to break all the so, glass in my house. And the deaf dog looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, I just cured her deafness with how piercing heard, that was. I heard something. She's like, I heard a noise. And I'm over here going, ah! And the other dog just looks at me and it runs out of the room into the back so room. The next time, the next time you need that done... You let me know, I'll bring over my air compressor and my shop vac and do that the right way. Well, maybe next podcast, because uh, that always needs done. Uh, yeah, but, you can clean my dryer vents anytime. Really, it's a fire hazard. I mean, but, really, but yeah, that I mean, is... It sucked out all the lint, but holy shit, was, it was so loud. For anybody who's never thought about it, that is the best way to do it. If you have an air compressor or access to one uh-huh. and a shop vac... Uh-huh. What do you use the air compressor for? Just to blow it out and then suck Just it up? Just to blow it out, and then you're using the the shop vac, the shop vac to... Now, that does mean you have to... Because, you know, that those hoses are generally several inches in diameter, right? They're good forearm so size. So, what you do is you... I was going straight into the dryer. Oh, okay. No. What you do is you... Uh, you can saran wrap the dryer and use the shop vac to... Get to, the lint out of the dryer, right? To suck. And you and use the air compressor to Dude. blow down the uh, the vent access. That's a lot of sucking and blowing in the dryer. There. I mean, but then you also have to do the line out of your house, full on. Mega so man. you saran wrap the end of the hose, shove the. He loves saran wrapping and shoving shit. 
I mean, you. Oh, I mean, yeah. Saran wrap gives you a good seal. Uh-huh. <laughs> you shove the uh, the end of the air compressor hose through the cellophane. Uh, right. Right. Okay. Start. Uh, you start blowing while the shop vac's you, outside, just you are sucking everything up. Not doing very well right now in my fucking like gutter town at the point. <laughs> at this point, so am I keeping you in the gutter? It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Hip deep. Oh, oh man, I've got a full fucking residence. Down or are here. we all the way to the mouth? Oh, oh, oh. All right, moving on. How deep's the gutter? <laughs> it's pretty deep. Um, <laughs> he's dwelling down there in Brown Town. It's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Indeed. But just wrap your shit and shove it, uh, and then you gotta suck. Over blow. at the Dillcast, you know, I never even introduced this, but if you've never listened to us, you're gonna hear about thirty minutes of bullshit. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more this week, considering well, everything. Some that's games going and some news, in the and game obviously world. at this point, I guess you've gathered it's an M-rated show. So. Uh, I'm sure you did. If not, uh, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> so I had to zoom back to start uh, right. and get myself out of jail so I could segue into what we do. Please, please move on to something other than sucking and blowing. <laughs> I was telling these guys earlier today, I was, I was saying, you know, um, for you, the listener, I, was, I told him when they walked in, I was like, I was thinking about telling you guys to bring your own roll of toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Because Welcome we're in the fucking state of like emergency, weirdness, right? Yeah. Fucking weird. It is weird. I don't think any of us understands honestly really what's going on. However, uh, that be as it may, for whatever fucking reason, everybody's building fucking toilet paper forts everywhere. <laughs> Apparently, like, dude. Like, I'm glad that I overbought toilet paper a few weeks ago, and now I've got, I still got like 12 rolls left, so yeah. I haven't decided to go look, but I keep it, people keep telling me. Yeah, there's yeah, no toilet to paper. Toilet paper, and it's gone. It's, I mean, toilet and paper is about, a myth? Yeah, there's it's people going to hardware stores to get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, maybe I, I'll go to Lowe's later this week. This is like an, the next level of bread and milk, like, seriously. <laughs> this happened once. This bread and milk thing became a meme once, right? And around here, I didn't think it was true until I went to the fucking local store and found there was no bread or milk. Right? There's plenty of tortillas. There was plenty of tortillas. Fuck yeah. So, and, and that's I'm up, about to go to cheat week too. Like right? I'm thinking about, I'm going to make some enchiladas. Oh, I'm going to make all the motherfucking Mexican can, food. I mean, at this point, but. Mikey was telling me he can't find vegetables where he's at. Like right now is weird, right? So, so the mentality of Americans specifically—it's—I don't think this is a problem anywhere else in the world. It's just basically here—is when something fucking happens, it gets blown up by the fucking news. In this case, it's the damn. COVID-19 coronavirus bullshit, right? People go off their fucking rocker thinking it's going to be the end of the goddamned world, and they go and they fucking stock up on two things. Like, it's almost always just two things, and those two things are completely out of stock everywhere. Well, right now it's hand sanitizer and 
and hand sanitizer and fucking Charmin, man. <laughs> you need your ass wipe and you need your hand sanitizer. Thing is, is that COVID-19 does nothing to your ass. So I have no idea why people are going. I've, <laughs> I had a I had a real thought about that. And I think it's people being worried that they'll be cooped up at home for two weeks and not able to go out. But you wouldn't um, think maybe possibly, you know, fucking chicken noodle soup or food in general. I would. Why I think wife? if I get to that point, I'm going to phone a friend and be like, hey, leave me a couple of rolls on my porch. Right. Like if I'm in fucking quarantine, right, and, and you, you don't and I need something, it is literally drop it off outside my fucking door and run the fuck away. Honestly, the worst I've ever been off um was definitely not this it was basic flu but i got so sick and i was living here by myself this was before my ex before the dog anything it was just me first year i'm here first christmas i'm here and i got so sick like i couldn't even crawl out of bed i remember that yeah and I, i actually got worried at one point and i called a friend of mine that's an ophthalmologist not a regular you know right do and i was like hey so I think I can't keep fluid in. I keep throwing everything up, even water. And she's like, how bad off are you? I was like, pretty fucking bad. Like, I'm worried if I go to sleep, I'm not going to stay hydrated enough. It is like, I can't get, keep water in. It just goes out both sides. And I'm so dehydrated and so weak right now. I can't keep anything down. She's like, I got you. And she showed up. She didn't come in. But she had her, like, doctor mask on. She came to the front door, and she left me supplies. She's like, do you know how to run an IV? And I was like, actually, I do. Uh-huh. Um, right. And, and she's like, so she left me an IV buddy, like, five things of IV fluid. Yep. Um, I set myself up on a drip in my fucking bedroom. <laughs> I mean, whatever you and need, she man. gave me a box of soup. And some, I don't remember, something that she probably shouldn't have given me, which is why I'm not giving her name, for nausea, um, that made me not shit for a week. I mean. It kept everything in. Well. Um, But it worked. It worked. And I got better in about two or three days. I got better after Christmas, but it sucked ass. I mean. All I wanted to do was goof off, and I ended up using all this vacation for sickcation. Oh. So. I mean, shit like that. I mean. So, that was me, super sick, without any assistance. And, like and My that, parents were even out of town. Like, everybody I knew that would really, that I would feel comfortable asking for help in that kind of situation right. was gone. And I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm glad I know a doctor. Right. And right. I didn't want to call, call an ambulance on myself. But, right. But, I mean, it's, it's a fucking That flu. was the last time that I was like, ex- yeah. and we're talking like six years ago. That was, I mean, that was the, the flu. Yeah. The only time I've ever been that, like violently sick more than like an evening yeah that was like so bad i had um, to sit in the bathtub because i was shitting and throwing up at the same time <laughs> the shower on and i just wept <laughs> i'm just um, like this uh, i in the epitome of disgusting right now i like, just it's I like just... Oh! and then you just like I just scared the dog. I love my fat, shitty body. I, 
I'm sorry. I just put myself in that position, right? like doing nothing but like curled up into a ball in the bottom of my shower, just like. Like the thing is, is you got to make sure your ass is pointed towards the drain because if you do it the other way around, you're gonna shit <laughs> in your face. Oh, oh god! Talk about a fucking nightmare scenario. <laughs> So the only time I've ever been violently sick more than a evening uh, was if anyone, if, I mean, most people should remember at this point, unless you were born in the last 10 years, you remember it, uh, H1N1 oh, back yeah. in 2009. Rusty remembers this. I got, I actually, that is the one strain of flu I got that's caused me more than one day worth of issue. Yeah. I was literally down yeah. for three days. Yeah. I don't think, well, I, I can't remember whether um, or not I actually got it, so I probably didn't get it. Uh, or or I, mean, I got almost, it. Almost everybody in the place we worked at the time got it. Yeah. Well, if I got it, then I never actually attributed it to the fucking name. I just said, oh, I've got the flu. It fucking happens. It generally happens to me once every one or two years. Well, the shitty thing is if you get an actual flu right now and it's yeah. not the, you know. It's not the COVID-19. Like, you're still going to be looked at like a plague victim. Oh, of course. Anybody that fucking coughs around, you know, anywhere. Like, like if you if go. You, I have allergies and I've been taking, like, allergy medicine and, like, right. crazy because I this don't is... want it, anybody to, like, go. <coughs> and then somebody's <sighs> like, oh, fuck. Right. That's the thing. Like, this is the worst fucking time for this, right? Because you've got uh, the fucking COVID-19 scare happening during fucking allergy season and it, and this year's flu is still fucking, you know, moving around. So yeah. it's... And strep is still out there. Uh, strep pretty. is still out there. And there's a, there's a couple different fucking, you know, factors going on. So basically, everybody looks at the one person that coughs in the room and says, oh my God, he's got the fucking black plague. He's going to die. And well, I need to... The crazy thing is, like, it would take one person at the site that I'm at getting sick for them to shut the whole thing down. And and that's the thing. Like, this, this whole fucking shutdown part, like, that's got me fucking mind blown right now. Fucking Disney is shutting down. Like, all of Disney is shutting down till the end of the month, right? Uh, fucking the NBA is fucking, you know, had shut down... You know, and March pretty Madness much shut down. Yeah, the March NBA Madness shut down. down. The NCAA has suspended the tournament. They're basically going to reschedule it. They're it's, basically waiting until like the middle of April to decide. It's going to be April Madness. Um, <laughs> it, well, it'll probably end up being May Madness. May Madness. Um, uh, all of the all of the college conferences uh, stopped. Their uh, conference championship tournaments. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, um, right now, college baseball and a couple of the other spring college sports mm -hmm. have no games, but are still practicing. Yep. Basically, the only live sporting events happening right now are the PGA tournament at TPC Sawgrass. <laughs> Of course. And the fucking XFL. 
Because <laughs> because golf and fucking XFL have they give no shits whatsoever. Vince McMahon's like, we are invincible, right? So um, so yeah. So the uh, this is not the only fucking things being closed down, right? So the thing is, I I just looked at you know like schools like colleges and whatnot because i mean if you think about it those are like you know the great plague exchangers right it's the fucking like bazaar of fucking germs uh and uh schools are being fucking shut down uh colleges colleges are being Uh, shut down one of my coworkers has to run to california to pick up her kid to take her kid back because they're not going to do room and board Oh gosh! Yeah. See. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The uh, and then you have uh, and he can't fly because of the whole fucking thing, right? They won't let him fly back. So he's so her so, husband's going down there, flew down tonight, and is currently taking the twenty-four hour trip back via car. Wow! Wow! That's nuts. Yeah. The um, I know uh, uh public school around here is still happening. Granted, we're in the middle of the country, and so far there's not a whole lot of. They're uh, gonna wait. There's not a whole lot of transferal happening, but yeah. Um, uh, so, pretty much all the public schools are open and taking a wait and see policy. But I know a couple of the private schools, like Holland Hall, yeah, Casha, yeah, a couple of the. Ones over in Oklahoma City, I can't remember names. They can of. afford to close. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they've they've just said, yeah, you, fuck it, we're shutting the semester down. Right, you know, spring break is extended um, until summer. <laughs> so the uh, uh, the colleges uh, have basically said online courses only. Yep, uh, they even moved a lot of their courses that are not online to online to online. Yeah. Um and they're forgiving labs for a lot of the courses, um, which kind of sucks because the labs are you know are important to some you know s- you know some studies. Yeah, basically they they moved it to non essential labs. So basically, for colleges around here, that means basically labs that aren't related to medical fields that they can't substitute like some sort of online lesson plan and testing. Yeah, four are are not canceled. I, I know of a nu- uh, a a number of different students going through you know college courses right now, and they're you know they're going from like uh, uh, from a history course. Uh, mm-hmm. They've had to do some some wild shit like on the fly. Like teachers are doing you know are working overtime right now trying to get shit working so that they can continue with their semesters because of all this bullshit, right? Um, so like there's history courses where the lecture part of history, cause you only have to day, you know, you only have to be there for testing really. Right. Yeah. H- history is mostly lecture. Uh, so now all of that is being done via Skype, uh, or some other, you know, meeting client, you know, compatible meeting client where the teacher just basically lectures over, you know, online, you know, live. Uh, and it's, it's working out for, you know, for a stopgap measure, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. And Um, I mean, at this point, the, this thing is, 
taking the just getting it out of the way now. It's taking the entire news cycle. Oh yeah. Um, Pax ended up shutting down. Yeah. Oh God. Um, and closing the event. E three. E three. South by Southwest. Um, you know what was it? Um, uh, was it? Uh, was it E E G C? Was it is? Was it was it that? Like I I most of these fucking acronyms are going out of my yeah. fucking brain right now. I'm tired. Sorry, um, but all the big all the big uh, uh, <clears throat> filmmaker and uh, film festivals, they're done. Let's uh, let's circle back know. to this fucking E three thing because that's kind of fucking huge, right? Like, it is. I mean, E3, well, E three was kind of hurting already, just for the fact that it was. I mean, uh, you had Nintendo and PlayStation weren't going to be there. You had realistically E three this year was going to kind of be a shit show anyway. They're in the middle of a transition where they're going from a uh, from a industry expo to something that's more geared towards consumers. Uh, yeah. So there wasn't. N- they're trying to get people, actual consumers, in there to actually deal with things instead of the corporate side of things. Um, but in that transition, they didn't plan it properly. There was already some bumps in the road as far as planning was concerned. Uh, and, you know, and, of course, PlayStation, this is not the first time PlayStation bounced out, but Nintendo bouncing out was two of the, uh, two of the bigger things. So you only had Xbox and, you know, what... You and know, the publishers. Right, and publishers. Now, the big name publishers, X, you know, plus Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, all the all those guys can put on their own little fucking web broadcast and be able to get the news out. Like that's the whole point of their thing is we've got these products you want to see them. This is a next generation release yeah. year, which you would expect to see stats and you know and things for the next generation well, consoles. That- one well, is depending on how long uh, this whole thing affects yeah. the Asian markets, we could end up seeing the releases of the PS5 and and the new Xbox delayed. I don't think that's going to be a problem. What? So well, so supply th- will be supply. That's the big thing. So the release dates are going to be perfectly fine. I I almost guarantee you that they're going to release on time. Will there be enough stock? Probably not. So you want a hot tip? Get your fucking like Xbox and PlayStation 5s early and then fucking resell them bitches. Cause Don't you're tell gonna... people that. <laughs> and then buy two. So, so this actually happened to me. Uh, uh, PlayStation 2's release, right? So PlayStation 2 released. You have to think about the time of the internet. Think about when PlayStation 2 released. eBay was just barely a thing, right? So when PlayStation 2 released, I bought my PlayStation 2. And then I immediately went to go and fucking resell that shit on fucking like the beta version of eBay at that point. And... I found that I could sell it for an extra hundred bucks. Like, okay, that's fine. Uh, 
and it would would have gotten me basically another game, but I chose not to do that because I mean I've got the PlayStation Two, might as well play it, right? So I <laughs> I fucking hooked it up, and I was like, yeah, this is not even worth it to me. The reality here is is that whether or not I say it or not, it's gonna fucking. There's happen. gonna be exploiters out there. It's gonna fucking happen. It happened with the Switch, and you uh, know what? It happened there with are the fucking gonna, classics. They're gonna be. There are going to be consumers that are hard up enough to pay those exploiters. I the, mean, the thing it is, happens every console release. I, I, I am sitting here in my PC gamer master race fucking just going nuts because, like, sure, get that fucking Xbox or PlayStation 5 out. That's fine. Oh, you don't have stock? I guess I'll just wait a year. Huh. I already played my uh, PC way more than any fucking console ever. Uh, ever. So it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I'm not going to pay an extra, you know, uh, a premium just because of a fucking supply and demand situation. And I and I encourage people who are fucking like looking to buy these uh, these you know next gen consoles. If you know if this is a thing, it's not confirmed. We don't know what the supply is, right? Yep. Uh, you know, but. If you end up seeing scalpers like that, don't fucking buy from scalpers. Easy. It's worth spending a little bit of extra time with your last gen console uh, console, or if you have a gaming PC, fucking, you know, playing around with the gaming PC, those things aren't going to all, you know, just like immediately die. You know, you'll still have access to games. You know, sure. I mean, everybody wants the new, you know, latest, greatest thing, but it's worth it to wait to, you know, to and save whatever fucking the scalpers want to charge as a premium, right? Yep. Uh, and then if you buy into scalpers, you're just basically buying into a problem, right? You're causing, you're, you're buying into an issue. You know, you are perpetuating a practice that is terrible. It's fucking yep. horrible. But, I mean, the big, the big thing for E3 is just this already makes a already difficult time for the conference. Yeah, even more so. The thing um, is, I saw, I saw, um, I, it was uh, an opinion of Game Ranks that, I, and I was watching a couple videos of them, you know, over the last week because I've had time. Um, but their, uh, their opinion of, uh, of E3 was, uh, that they could use an extra year. That's the thing. I mean, they're in the process of moving, you know, moving over to a consumer related show, but they didn't have it planned properly for this year. And that's why a lot of the, you know, the big names are saying, no, we're, we're not comfortable with this. You know, this was all before the, you know, before the fucking COVID-19 bullshit, right? So they're, they just went and said, no, nah, we're going to do our own thing. And that's a bad sign for a conference, right? If they're, you know, mm-hmm. if that is the place where. Could you imagine that ever happening with Comic-Con? Right. You know, and I mean, I mean you know, those conventions are being canceled too. But that's the thing. These. Uh, these conferences are big, basically news dumps, and you know we look at these big news dumps as, you know, as what to look forward to for the rest of the year. 
this is what we're looking forward to as far as games. This is the, you know, this is where we're going to see big name releases being announced. This is where we're going to see specs for new hardware or you know, all too soon teasers <clears throat> like Elder Scrolls Six. Right. You know, we're going to see um, confirmations of rumors or fucking you know or a number of different things. These are really interesting events for us uh, to see that. E3 just decides to up and, you know, cancel everything. It's kind of a big deal. Um, not that we're not going to get the news. I'm sure that those, that news will trickle out, but it's not going to be in a condensed form. Right. We're not going to see it all the, in one place. The thing that hurts, uh, the, the ones that are hurt worse by it are the smaller developers and publishers, the ones who use E3 as their primary platform to really get stuff out. Well, it's not like, that. It's it's not necessarily just that. Those indie developers use uh, use events like E3 to get you know to get to rub shoulders with the big guys, right? These are the yep. you know these are the uh, studios that are basically you know small teams, you know one to ten people or or around there. That rub shoulders with you know with the big name uh, companies and say hey we've got some more really of the good. packs that they're worried about. Well, packs is you know packs is basically PAX, geared more towards them. Right? Yeah, and packs still happened. Um, right. The latest packs still happened, regardless because it happened right before everything really dumped in. Although there were a couple of de- developers, it was uh, it was mostly Sony that didn't show up. Right, and CD Projekt Red. But that aside. Um, Packs still happen because it happened right before this really lifted off. Right. But, you know, we still may see a PAX, uh, PAX Prime in uh, Seattle come September. Well, as yeah. that may be still pretty far past. And that might actually be where our news dump is this year, is people may be rescheduling for PAXs. I kind of hope that happens. Well, I'm, I'm PAX pretty is sure. honestly, in my opinion, the better show. Well, for, for us, yeah. Uh, because... A lot of the game releases are not necessarily E3. I was looking forward to E3 this year, specifically because of the uh, because of the hardware releases this year. Yeah, you know the uh, the Xbox and the PlayStation. Even though PlayStation was gonna wasn't gonna be there, you knew there was gonna be a news dump right then. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and you knew they would run a side by side conference. Of course. Uh, yeah. The the thing is, is if if Xbox actually uh, or Microsoft actually you know went and detailed what was actually inside the Xbox and what it can do and showed it off. PlayStation's not going to take uh, take that one sitting down. They're going to do their own thing and, you know, uh, put mean, out a similar thing last year. Right. But they're going to put out a similar, uh, you know, uh, a similar show. Yeah. Online show, probably free, whatever. Uh, but they'll be able to, you know, to get that information out there because they're not going to let, X, you know, let Microsoft take over. Uh, they're going to use every bit of, you know, bit of information they can. And information about the PlayStation 5 is currently kind of trickling out into the Internet right now. So it's not it's not like hard, fast data. This is, you know, these are some really cryptic fucking tweets that the internet is basically chewing over about the to- uh, total uh, graphics capacity of the, you know, of the PlayStation. Um, it's not even confirmed. It's basically just, you know, the, this is a tweet, right? 
but and because it's not confirmed, I'm not going to quote the tweet or fucking anything else. But basically, you know, the rumor currently is is that it's got eleven ter- teraflops of you know of graphics capacity, which is pretty substantial. Whereas the Xbox is, I think, twelve teraflops. It's very comparable. There's a, a small difference in the in the two, which is kind of interesting. Um, but right. it kind of it doesn't tell you what architecture it's running. It doesn't tell right. you you know well, the, the actual speeds. The or one memory. thing uh, Xbox has uh, left to really detail is what that second upgrade version of the new Xbox is going to look like, oh, either the, spec wise. The series, uh, the Series X quote-unquote pro or whatever the fuck yeah. whatever they end up calling it yeah it's um, i i think that you know that splitting it off into a you know into uh different skews is a, is it's a kind of a weird move like it it speaks to me just like looking at a laptop right if you look at uh if you look at say a fucking razor laptop just as an example, you have like three different SKUs. It's very similar hardware, but you know, as you go up, you get more graphics power, or you get better, uh, bet better storage capacities, or uh, or a better processor. Right. Right. Um, it doesn't make sense in the console, you know, in, in console situations because it's really kind of sunk cost if you end up sp- spending for the lower end. And then you kind of want that extra power. Uh, you don't have an option of just upgrading or unlocking it, right? Um, whereas, and, and I guess you don't have that much of an option in, pl- in laptops either, but they're a little more modular uh, in most cases. Uh, but why would you spend less? I mean, why would you get less? Why would you want less? Yeah. I, <coughs> I Especially for, for consoles. I think Microsoft's trying to take more of a all-around, we're going to hit different price points, different uh, different levels of gamer, etc. Um, I mean... We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm the, staring at the 3080 Ti's right now. I don't I mean, fucking care how much they cost. <laughs> let, let's just get it out there. The overabundance of caution is driving me crazy. I'm just, I don't know. I'm looking for so it, a good reason for work to send me home. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the the side effect. I think most people are looking at this like if you work in an office situation, or if you work in a you know in, in a call center, or you know, or any place where you have to be around other people. Um, yeah, the the side effect is. A lot of these companies, a lot of companies, are fucking taking a work-at-home approach. Or if you get sick, you're basically being told by the company to quarantine. We'll pay you to stay home situation. Yeah. And and I just – I laugh. I laugh a bit because these same companies basically say you need to be at work 100 fucking percent of the time. I don't care if you're fucking ill. You need to be at work. Otherwise, you don't, you know, you don't belong. And it, it just flips the whole situation. Like, you, if you're sick, you stay home. That's kind of the thing. 
That's why sick days exist. That's why, I mean, working while sick is, you know, is counterproductive for a company in general because you get more of your people sick. Um, but now it's, uh, it's, uh, it's being flipped now. If you're, if you even cough while near somebody that might have contacts in HR, you're getting sent home. <laughs> it's, uh, the, fu- it's, it's really overreactions. All of it is overreactions. Um, and this is, it's, it's madness. It's absolute madness. The, the whole, you know, American reaction, I think it's specifically us because when we look at, you know, when we look at other countries, sure, the people who are sick stay home, but Mm -hmm. that's normal for them. It's only in our culture where we end up having to work while sick because we don't have the benefits to be able to, you know, stay home, right? The company's not going to support us if we're sick. You know, there are plenty of, you know, different fields of work right now that cannot support or that do not support, uh, you know, people who are sick. They don't have sick time or they don't get holidays or they don't get vacation days. You know, those are, you know, that's just an unfortunate thing about how yep. this country works. But... You know, it's 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 being looked at a little bit differently. Hopefully, I'm hoping that something good from the uh, comes from this, where you know companies start to realize, hey, if we let people stay home when they're sick, we have less people sick in the workplace, and we get more done during you know during like the flu season, which happens every year, and more people die from the flu than fucking covid nineteen just saying, yep, you know, so <laughs> it's just absolute madness, man, I don't understand it that being said um I think we ought to take a break, and we've kind of flipped this on its head. We're going to talk about games in the second half. Oh, what do you yeah. Say? Yeah, we'll talk about games. We'll talk about games here in a little bit. We'll be right back. You're <laughs> a bunch of assholes. <laughs> oh my god! And we're back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna talk about games again. Games. Oh my gosh! I'm just gonna round robin. I'll start with something short and then just keep passing the buck. Mm. Uh, I bought that DLC for Void Bastards, I, and I finished a second game. You finished a second game of Void Bastards. Yeah. Nice. Took about 15, 20-ish hours. Um, I was going to go for the achievement for unlocking everything, and I didn't quite get there, but I was about done. That game's good for that amount of time, and it's good to sit down for a while and then go right back. Um, But game's still great. Still on Game Pass. The $4.99 DLC is definitely worth $4.99. It's mixed in such a way that you don't really... I've been so long since I played it, I've kind of... Didn't know what it added. Oh, okay. But it's one of those. The, yeah, 
just a content ad. Um, but yeah, uh, Void Bastard's still pretty good. Um, had a lot of fun with it. Nice. Got decent chunk of time out of it. I'm trying to really spend my money wisely right now. I've got a lot of things I'm trying to save up for this year, as we all do. Um, yep. So I'm taking <laughs> advantage of Game Pass. Yep. Passing it over yep. to Jason. So am I. And I've been... Uh, I haven't played a ton um, between between Insomnia and other stuff going in, on at the house. I just haven't really felt all that gamey. Uh, so I've been... <laughs> I installed... Thank you to PC Game Pass. Yeah. Installed Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition on my Surface. Oh, man. Good I remember you. that. That's a... And I've been... I've been... I've played a few campaigns in there. Fucking Age of Empires, man. Classic uh, as hell. I mean, I, both both of them, the definitive editions of both are on Game Pass right now. Yeah. The, oh, fucking Age of Empires. Oh, what was it? Um, it's two, isn't it? it? Or is this one and two that are both on Game one Pass? One and two are both on Game Pass right now. I think... I think I I did like the Spartans at one point. Uh, is that is that one of the things that you can you know one of the yes yeah you can you can you know play as the Spartans. Oh man, they have like a fucking overpowered fucking unit uh, with the whole phalanx going on, uh, and I'm going off of like fucking what a decade old memory here. Uh, so yeah. it's uh, I remember playing the fuck out of it though. I mean it was. One of the few real-time strategy games that I, you know, that I could get behind. Um, my buddy actually played with me. Uh, you know, we used to have fucking hours-long sessions playing that game. Um, built massive fucking armies and shit. It's 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 worth playing if you've never played it before, or if you have the definitive edition actually, you know, upreses things so that it kind of looks n- uh, nicer. Um, so, yeah, give it a go. Free. Fuck. I mean, if you've got Game Pass, why not? Oh. I mean, it's just, you know, it's fun, simple campaigns. It's simple. You know, you have to. It's all about siege engines, man. Yep. Get those fucking siege engines. And for, (laughs) uh, for Age of Empires. Two, it's all about hitting those uh, those godly upgrades. Yeah, get those fucking yeah. like fire flinging trebuchets, and you're all right. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. It's fucking crazy. You're William Wallace. <laughs> and yeah. Now that you're talking about it, I kind of want to play it again. Yeah, it's it's actually it's it's a fun fucking game. Um. Uh, there needs to be a new one. Uh, I feel like it would. I think it would do all right. I think the last Age of Empires was was it Age of Empires. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, still tired. Let me sip. It's like uh, um, gods or something. I forget. Uh, yeah, don't. I can find it. Yeah, don't 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 get it confused with fucking like civilization or anything like um, that. <laughs> so, Rusty, oh, I'll give you a little bit oh, longer. Age of Mythology. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, you've uh, 
put how many hours in a Monster Hunter world? Uh, so, yeah, in the last two weeks. Motherfucker, real quick. What? Netflix halted Stranger Things season four production. What? Over this. COVID? Yes. Yep. Fucking seriously? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Next is The Witcher. Just wait for it. Um, God damn. All right. Well, it's two weeks behind. That's what they're thinking. Oh, okay. We can deal with it. All right. Two weeks. Yeah. That's Anyways, I like the anyway, headline. Thanks. How many hours have you played? Fucking over the last two weeks, I've played over 170 hours. That's almost more than I've worked in the last month. Uh, 170 hours, guys. That, I mean, I had last week off. So there's there's that. I'm going to... Um, but I'm over 300 hours now. Now, previous my previous play of uh, of Monster Hunter on the Xbox, I had 100 hours in. Right. Um, this time, I went full on fucking like hardcore, uh, and I am now beating every monster in their tempered version in the game without much issues still fucking get me sometimes but so it's actually kind of reasonable i just figured out you had 11.85 hours daily to sleep and eat well i mean i and i've been off you know so it's more like I wake, I sleep for eight hours. That also means you were putting 13 hours daily into Monster Hunter. Pretty much. That's a lot of, pretty much. And you play games like a second job when you really want to uh, grind. When I get into a that's know, like, nice that's grindy like you game. Play, you play it like two jobs at the same time. Yeah. When I get into a nice grindy game, I, I like to like dive head first into it. Because the idea behind a grindy game is to get, uh you know, is it's going to take time. For you to get powerful, right? But once you get powerful, you are way more powerful than most any other person in the game, right? Because uh, they don't want to put it, you know, they either don't want to put in the time or they don't have the time to put in. Right. So what I what I did this time that was different than last time is that I focused on a weapon class. Just one weapon class. Got really fucking good at that one weapon class made sure that I got my build right so that I could do really well with that weapon class. And then I just fucking started destroying everything. And because of you know, the way that Monster Hunter works is you get monster parts for killing shit, right? So, or capturing shit or whatever you do. So I'm gaining all of these extra parts and now I'm switch, you know, going and playing other Weapons, because I've got the parts to basically go from zero to, you know, best in the game as far as equipment is concerned. Uh, and I can then have fun with other uh, other weapons. So right now, I started, or when I started the game, I started off, played like maybe 10 hunts with the Switch Axe, uh, which is still fun. You know, it's still fun, but it's not. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't catching on for me until I picked up the heavy bow gun. And most people who fucking play this game are like, "Oh god, heavy bow gun is like fucking slow." It's got the slowest uh, sheath speed in the game. 
It's got the slowest walk speed in the game. Uh, and it basically is paper. If you get hit once, uh, like you take more physical damage. And in Iceborne, all the monsters hit really fucking hard. So if you take one hit, you're at like, like an eighth of your health. It is, it takes almost all of your hit points. Like you barely fucking survive one hit. So I built my fucking heavy bow gunner uh, class to be super tanky with a shield. And I've been tanking everything with the shield using pierce and uh, spread shots. Uh, the pierce heavy bow gun is long range, does a lot of fucking damage for things that fly around and do all kinds of weird like backflips and fucking different maneuvers and whatnot. And then I bring out the spread shot or as I call it, the shotgun. Uh, and I bring that fucker out for the smaller enemies that fucking like get up into your fucking face and try to, you know, try to punch you and shit. Um, those, and I've got a, you know, a sticky heavy bow gun, which basically shoots explosives and will knock monsters down. And I use that from time to time just to change things up. But I, I have dominated the fuck out of this game at this, at this point with, uh, with the heavy bow gun. I've got mm, like 500 hunts with the, uh, with the heavy bow gun. Uh, and, uh, I then switched over back to my switch axe. I still haven't picked it back up. And I, I really like this game. Now, the uh, there are some things going on with Monster Hunter because I'm playing on PC. Rusty's 2018-2020 uh, game of the year. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the DLC f- uh, for it is, uh, you know, Iceborne is actually really fucking good. If you have the base game, I recommend picking up Iceborne because Iceborne adds uh, adds a couple different fucking mechanics that you you would be dumb to not take advantage of. Right. The clutch claw in you know in Iceborne is kind of controversial between you know in the you know in the you know uh, Monster Hunter community because they think of it as kind of. You know, it's kind of a weird mechanic. It allows you to basically fire a claw, grapples onto a monster part, and lets you do, you know, specific damage to it. Uh, where you can weaken a monster's part, like a leg or a wing or whatever, and make it so that it's easier to crit or do more damage to it. Um, and that has been kind of controversial within the community of uh, of Monster Hunter because it basically means that if you fight any of the Iceborne monsters, they're tuned to, you know, to the point where you need to clutch claw and weaken the monster before you can actually do damage to it. Right. Uh, so the weak points are really uh, kind of like potential weak points. Until you uh, clutch claw, weaken it, and then you can unlock your true damage. Um, so it's it's kind of it's kind of a weird little thing. I don't mind it. It I think it's kind of a it's it makes it cool because right now 
Uh, if you remember fucking running around, what was your weapon of choice? Was it the hammer, if I remember correctly? No, it wasn't the hammer. It was greatsword. Greatsword? Greatsword, lancer, uh, what's the lance gun? Uh, gun lance. Gun. So, <laughs> gun lance. Of course it is. Um, the lance gun. It's a lance gun. Gun lance. Boom, boom, boom. Um, the, uh, so greatsword, for instance, you were taking... Big, massive, fucking slow-ass strikes, right? You, you have to stow your weapon basically almost all the time. Right? Eh, I got pretty handy with it. Right. You get used to the rhythm. Once you get used to the rhythm of it, it's a series of one hits for a while, and then then you just get to just maul. Right. But think of it when uh, when a monster's flying. Say you're f- uh, fighting a fucking Rathalos, Right. Mm-hmm. And the fucking, you know, fuckers flying around all the fucking time. You can't really do shit with your, uh, with a melee weapon you from the ground. Tool, you used your tools to bring them down. Right. So you, you normally went back to a flash pod or something like that. Yeah, you just flash bring... pod it, bring it down, and then take it out. So with Iceborne, the, or actually before Iceborne came out, they nerfed flash pods so that it'll only bring down the monster once. Yeah, that's it'll, cool. Uh, it'll cause them to basically not be able to uh, target things, uh, specifically on the second and third flashes, but it takes, you know, less time for them to recover, but that doesn't automatically bring them down. Right. So for, uh, for a period of time with a melee weapon, you couldn't do anything. You just basically are running around dodging monster attacks until they decide to land with the clutch claw. You can actually attach. You can go from the ground, fire it up into the fucking wing of the monster, and do your uh, your weaken attack, which is a fairly strong attack, especially considering you're not getting any damage in at all, just running around, right? You can uh, attach to the wing, make your uh, make your slash, and it could possibly knock the monster out of the air. That's incredibly valuable uh and it's kind of the way the game is tuned now is that you know that grapple mechanic is you know is almost required for some monsters um i don't have that problem with the gunner um as a heavy bow gunner i basically just basic you know uh, uh i walk around with my fucking gun out pointed at the monster and i am constantly blocking as long as i'm not firing and you know, and uh, I, I I just deal with the chip damage, uh, you know, because it will do a little bit of damage to the shield, but that's about I mean, it. Every weapon class has its give and take. Yeah, the fucking gunner has paper armor for literally everything that is not blocked. Right. So, I mean, everything sacrifices something, whether it's armor, whether it's agility. Whether it's speed, and the game is balanced that way. I mean, you you know, with my switch axe, for instance, I went back to switch axe, and I was, I was marveling, marveling at what I was able to fucking tank. Like, I'm fighting, t- you know, tempered monsters uh, with my heavy bow gunner, and get hit once, and I'm down to like a sliver of health. Right. With my switch axe, specifically because my switch axe has the health augment on it. If my heavy bow gunner or uh, my switch axe get, guy gets fucking knocked down, it's like a third of his health instead of like almost all of his health. And 
he needs to do maybe three attacks to get that health back with his fucking weapon. So he feels way tankier than my heavy bow gunner, but my heavy bow gunner can do damage consistently, you know, if the monster is flying around. So I I have, you know, I have that trade off with, you know, with the damage and I can do a lot of fucking damage with my heavy bow gunner. Um, so there's, there's some really great, you know, great play style, uh, choices that you can make, especially with, uh, with the Iceborne expansion on PC, because PC has been a little behind the consoles, you know, Iceborne was already out and, you know, you know, mid was it September, I think last year, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then Iceborne came out, uh, for PC this year. Uh, so it's been behind by about five months, right? So what the consoles got, PC's just now getting. Uh, and this week we got the, uh, the recon, uh, the, the recon mission for the raid or the siege for, uh, for Iceborne. Uh, the monster is called Safajiva, which is, um, the adult version of Xenojiva. So the alien looking monster basically molts his skin and turns into a big red fucking dragon. Big fucking like most smog moment I've ever seen in a fucking video game is the fucking, you know, dragon is sleeping when you come to it and it opens its eye just like the fucking, you know, scene from Lord of the Rings. I'm like, what? This is, Hello, Smog. How you doing? Um, well, that <laughs> dude, you saying that just reminds me. I love for anybody who who Smog. hasn't finished it yet. Sorry. There is something you have to uh, you have to look forward to in the Witcher series. <clears throat> the way they the way they show show off the showcase of the dragons is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I was gonna say Smog. Something brand new that I'm playing yeah. um, that I didn't give enough of a chance before is Ori and the Will-O-Wisps. Yes. So that is on the plate right now. Um, I know that that game is going to be played by me. It's on Game Pass, right? So It is. It yes. came out Thursday Yep. or Wednesday night. But, yeah, I downloaded it Wednesday night, dicked around with it a little bit. It took, for, it took longer than it should have to download. But then I dug into it. Um, that is a really pretty game. I the original game was was really fucking pretty, and I loved the. the I was art playing it, for it on my phone on the remote access, and then I Will Wisp dropped, and I was like, "Well, you know what? I know I haven't beaten the first one. I want to talk about it on the show." Yeah, um, it has a stronger sense of. There's way more abilities with this game. Oh, yeah. Like, way, way more. And the first real ability attack, it starts you off with a torch, which seems kind of weird. Um, that you, It's an item you pick up, but then it gives you the ability to do, like, a slash. Uh-huh. Like a melee weapon. Sweet. Um, you've still got projectile weapons that use your energy, but the slash does not. Um, there is still quite a bit of exploration. It is very much a Metroidvania like the other one. Fuck yeah. Um, there's a lot of weird time jumps, a lot of... You can jump and interact with a projectile, so any kind of lit up particle. Yep. You can leap off of that, which is kind of weird. Uh, it, 
it was it's got a similar mechanic to some other uh some other things but um it, it's basically so like, like like you'll see uh let's let's there's two different ways this applies like there's one puzzle where you have these mortars essentially firing mm-hmm. and then you double jump up to the mortar as it's in midair and if you miss it hits you mm-hmm. But right before it hits you, you hit one of the buttons, and it pauses time for you to aim your jump, and then you ping pong off that. That is that is actually an ability from later on in the original game. Um, and it's kind of a pain in the ass. There are parts that I got frustrated, and then I put it down for a minute, and then I came back an hour or two later and got through. So I would say I've gotten through the first two boss encounters, or some traditional boss encounters of this. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as one that was like more or less a chase scene, but um, still kind of cutesy in all the ways I didn't like about the first one. Um, very felt a little bit Captain Planet, but regardless of that, um, the game feels very solid. It is extremely tightly tuned. Um, it feels it. You know the the term that kept coming into my head last night is like this might be a Mastercraft game. So that's kind of what like, I felt like with the original Warrior. It just has more variety than the original Warrior. There's a whole slew of abilities that you can put into your character. Like, I think there's 24 abilities. Yeah. See, so it's, you've got the little balls of light that is something you pick up later, but it's definitely not the first thing you pick up. Yeah. Ori the combat feels been... way tighter than the first one. Yeah. So the the combat you know, kind of reminded me, I watched maybe like a minute video. I didn't want to spoil anything for myself, but I watched a minute video of just actual somebody playing a game uh, and saw some of the attacks. And what it reminded me of is kind of a mix between Ori and the Blind, uh, Blind Forest and Hollow Knight. Because that slash really Your reminded reach me is way greater than Hollow Knight. Yeah, it, it it reminded me of it though. That's the thing is the 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 addition of the slash move, plus the uh plus the Ori movement, right? I will say it makes great use of HDR. H. The lighting effects on this are way better than the first one. Yeah. So um, the blacks are black. Black is black, but um. The god rays and ray tracing, or not ray tracing, but it might as well. They make they make HDR look like ray tracing almost. Yeah, well, I mean, it looks fucking gorgeous. I'm sure it'll look perfectly fine on my uh, 1440 on my, versus my 4K on my console. That's true. Like my best. HDR. Yeah. Eat a dick my, with I, my peasant my I, peasant abilities outperforming a modern machine. I have way more screen real estate. No, you don't. I've got 55 inches at 4K. Yeah, and you sit like three feet away from it. Fuck you. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> no, I've been actually sitting on the couch. The podcast dog does get quiets down pretty quick if I sit, if she can sense I'm close. Mm-hmm. So if I sit on the couch and play a game. The other thing, too, and I'll kind of go off of why this was one of the games I picked up. I needed a controller game. Um, ben been piling on a lot of stuff at work and so I'm furiously using a mouse and keyboard quite a bit right now and I'm coming home and I'm getting mouse arm and so I was playing Doom again and I kept getting mouse arm with that Uh and I'm having a hard time playing a game where I gotta move mouse very much so a controller game is really fitting for me when I get home because my mouse arm is dying hard 
So for me right now, that's one of the reasons. If I can adapt something to a controller, I will. I even dived into Wilson. I've uh, been dicking around with uh, my uh, Steam Link a lot. Yeah. I was playing Wilson on my phone, yeah. which was interesting, but it worked. Um, also been playing Wilson on the Steam Link I have in the bedroom. It's Steam Link has actually got several games that are optimized for remote play. Wilson is not one of them. Um, Deke Brock Galactic is, which I did that updated again. I had to start over. But, um, yeah, I, I figured out that if you're going to play on Wi-Fi, even as fast as my Wi-Fi is, the receiver on the Steam Link itself is not as fast as the Wi-Fi is. Uh, but if you upscale everything and set the sample size down to 720, yes, it does not look as good back there as it does in the living room, but it runs perfectly. Um, and with super sampling turned all the way up, it's not that noticeable on it because that's only a 40 inch well it's like 38 and a half in the bedroom and for what i'm doing in the bedroom for when i just want to chill and have the dog sleep on the bed and me just just veg the fuck out for a game like that it actually does it justice um but wilson being the prettiest of the diablo clones um on the main tv at 1440 is the preferred way to go of course yeah. It runs really well. I mean, playing the. I haven't gotten to all the multiclassing, which I kind of want to do, but I don't understand it yet. So I've just been going pure mage. And pure mage build on that is pretty viable. Like it has paper health, but um, they give you. The thing about Wilson that's really unique to it versus Diablo is you've got dodge move. Right. It's not an unlimited dodge. It basically recharges. So you've got like four dodges and then it recharges. So you can just point the cursor a different direction and hit space bar. And then, he, you know, does a backflip or whatever out of the way. So you can kite things with your mage and you can pick up any ability you want. So I've got a freeze like uh, area of effect thing I've got for when I'm really fucked and I'm surrounded. Um, but I've frost Nova. Yeah. Basically a frost Nova. Okay. But, um, that aside, like he's got a laser, like a death ray that I use quite a bit. And he's got a uh, chain lightning, which is really fucking cool on that game. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the other spell I use all the time. He's a fireball spell. But again, yeah. the cool thing about that is your normal attacks hit fairly hard and they recharge your magic use. There's no, then you have timed use on your health and mana potions. So you use it and then you've got like a minute or two timer for the cooldown. So you kind of use that in a, in a pinch. I got really stuck on a boss fight for a while and then finally beat it and I was like, alright, mouse arm's killing me. I need to go back and this Ori had dropped. And I was like, Ori! Yeah! Um, so, it's going to be a back and forth between Ori and stuff like that right now for a while. Yeah. I'm a... I want to finish Doom before Doom. R- right. So, Doom comes out, what, next week? Uh, yeah, and exactly a week from the recording. By the time you hear the show, it will have been out. Yes. So uh, it's uh, that that is a thing that's that's happening. The hopefully by the time this episode airs, um, maybe the we're not quarantined. Maybe, maybe not. Or you know, the whole world can turn into a fucking zombie fest. One of the two. <laughs> or we have a completely new I mean, health crisis because people can't wipe their ass. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean. We'll just all be eating toilet paper sandwiches. Yeah, toilet paper sandwiches. Mm, toilet paper sandwiches. Your luck to some fucked. <laughs> I was born to it. 
Oh my god. You can't drag it in now because it's too far gone. You're terrible. Yeah, I know, right? You're terrible. I'm seriously starting to fall asleep. You are. Well, oh, it's time. Uh. <laughs> uh. But I mean, that's basically everything I played in a nutshell. I kept rotating all around all that stuff. I mean, you guys walked in, I was playing some Urtok, but I just needed something to veg out to. Yeah. If you haven't, if you need some turn based crack, granted, it keeps updating weekly and I keep having to start over, but Urtok is some pretty serious turn based crack. Oh, I've been. And virtually uh, nobody knows what the fuck it is. It's a really good early access. This is what you're getting. Think of Darkest Dungeon art style done in Final Fantasy Tactics with a low fantasy setting. You got Urtok. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what it looked like. Because um, it's all, you know, it's like a hex grid and, uh, uh, and you have a party and your healer basically cuts himself to actually heal people. Yeah, um, he takes his life and gives it to other people. I mean, interesting concept. It's always protect your healer, right? Um, when your healer's got like two hit points left and you mm -hmm. have to kill monsters to get his health, uh, health back, you Pretty protect much. your fucking healer. Um, yeah, it's uh, it looks good. Uh, I have um, I I have really just kind of been extending my my uh, my play of. Uh, Monster Hunter World quite a bit uh, because I'm, you know, I'm, of course, saving a bunch of fucking money, right? I couldn't really justify buying anything new. The only thing that really that's that's on the list for my uh, for my budget this uh, this month is Doom. Of course, I'm going to have to buy Doom. Uh, there is no ifs, ads, or buts about that. That game must be mine. Um but Ori and the Blind or Ori and the uh, Will of the Wisps being on X, uh, uh, Xbox uh, Game Pass, I will be able to play that, and uh, I might get around to it this weekend. I don't know. Um, I've been really extending the uh, the Monster Hunter thing by adding mods, which is, I mean, it, it's it, it makes the game fun now. <laughs> Right. Uh, well, at least you'll have some new things to play here in the next couple of weeks. Oh, God. Not oh, that you I'm really coming. wanted it, but, you I'm know, coming. there it is. <coughs> My Corona. I'm coming, I'm coming down with it. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, this uh, this coming week, really, for sure, is going to be pretty exciting. I think that, uh, you know, that doom finally dropping is is big the fucking soundtrack sounds great the trailer looks great it's, it must be mine so yeah hopefully i'll get it oh depending on how i budget i may be picking it up next week too i mean outside of that i think that we covered most of the news at the beginning of the show that's okay, uh, uh, but it turns out it's news light when nobody's talking about anything because nobody's going to conventions. Yeah, so um, well, there is some plans. There is a, a one bit of news that uh, that did stick out for me is uh, CD Projekt Red did say that after they uh, finish their Cyberpunk game, uh, they're going to be working on a new Witcher game, and it is almost certainly not going to be Geralt because 
They can't. They can't. Or they already said that his story is complete at this point. I mean, I have faith in him at this point. Um, I have speculation as to what... Siri. Yeah, of course it's going to be Siri. Because it was like a breakout character of uh, of three, right? It's probably going to be Siri's story. Um, but... Uh, and that would be kind of interesting. Like, seriously... You know, exploring Siri as a, you know, as a witcher uh, with her powers. Wow. Like crazy. Like wild magic and everything. Fuck yeah. Dude, give me more of that dash. Because her fucking like blink dash is fucking amazing. Oh, um, yeah. I, I got to play the, uh, the, the Geralt mission in, uh, in Monster Hunter as well. Which was kind of interesting. Like, it did actually feel like playing The Witcher in Monster Hunter. It yeah, was that's where I'm at with Iceborne right now. I was like, what? Uh, I, I mean, I, I didn't think that it would work, right? The crossover. I didn't think it would fit. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Geralt being a Monster Hunter of his own right, right? Uh, it kind of makes sense, but... Give him the move sets of all of the different weapon classes, it makes perfect sense. So his uh so his his weapon is the silver sword and his sign for a shield. So he has sword and shield as his uh uh as his main weapon class, but he can pick up any of the other monster gender weapons. So of course he beat the Leshen with a switch axe because I'm pretty good with a switch axe. <laughs> that said, let's fucking like wrap this bitch up. All right, Jason, where can you find us? Find us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash tiltcast. Our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash real tiltcast. And search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Find some friends of the show. You got Cabbage KBG. You've got noquarters.net. You've got Picking Up the Pixels. You've got bmfcast.com. Com. Com. Um, you have tvgp.tv. They do great things and they play The Witcher. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.